Appendix One, Part One of History of the Inquisition of Spain, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. History of the Inquisition of Spain, Volume One by Charles Henry Lee. Appendix One, List of Tribunals, Part One. The permanent tribunals of the Spanish Inquisition were Toledo, Sevilla. Valladolid, Corta, or Madrid, Granada, Cordova, Murcia, Lorena, Cuenca, Santiago, or Galicia, Lograño and Canaries, under the crown of Castilla, and Saragossa, Valencia, Barcelona, and Majorca, under the crown of Aragon. In addition were Sicily, Sardinia, Mexico, Lima, and Cartagena de las Indias, which lie beyond the scope of the present work. This distribution of the forces of the Inquisition was not reached until experience had shown the most effective centres of action. Numerous, more or less, temporary tribunals were erected, and many changes occurred in the apportionment of territory. The following list makes no pretensions to absolute completeness, but contains the result of such allusions as I have met in the documents. Alcaraz For some years there was a fixed tribunal at Alcaraz, in 1495, Alonso Hernández, presented for a canonry, is qualified as Inquisitor of Alcaraz, and in 1499, Alonso de Torres is appointed as Inquisitor there. Army and Navy The fleet organized for the Catholic League which won at Lepanto seemed to require a tribunal to preserve it from heresy, and Philip II produced from Pius V a brief of July 23, 1571, authorizing the inquisitor-general to appoint an inquisitor for each army of Philip II, whether by land or sea. The first appointment under this seems to have been Rodrigo de Mendoza, inquisitor of Barcelona, whose commission as inquisidor de las Galeras is dated March 21, 1575, together with one for his notary, Domingo de Leon, and instructions as to his duties. He was succeeded by Geronimo Manrique, who celebrated an auto-de-fe in Messina. After him was Dr. Juan Batista de Cardona, but merely as commissioner, who served for two years, when Paramo, writing in 1598, tells us that the fleets were scattered and the office ceased to exist. If so, it was revived, for, in 1622, we are told that Fray Martin de Vivanco, chaplain of the galleys of Sicily, was appointed Inquisidor del Mar, and in 1632, it is stated that when a Principe del Mar was appointed, he took with him an inquisitor and officials, and all prisoners arrested by them were delivered to the nearest tribunal when the galleys made port. In later times the inquisitor-general was Vicario General de los Reales Ejercitos de Mar y Tierra, and as such appointed subdelegates to accompany the army, with the necessary powers. The jurisdiction, castrains, enjoyed by military men, did not exempt them in matters of faith from the Inquisition, but the subdelgados castrenses seems to have possessed no judicial powers, and debate arose, in 1793, and again in 1806, whether they or the episcopal ordinaries should be called in to vote with the inquisitors, in the cases of soldiers. Avila when Torquemada built his convent of San Tomas in Avila, he provided accommodations for an inquisition, and in 1590 
the prisoners accused of the murder of the Santo Nino de la Guardia were transferred thither from the tribunal of Sergovia for trial. It continued to exist for some years, and had connection with Segovia, for, June 9, 1499, Francisco González of, of Fresneda and Juan de Monasterio were appointed inquisitors of Avila and Segovia, residing sometimes in one city and sometimes in the other. Balagur There were autos de fe celebrated in Balagur, August 15, 1490, and June 10, 1493, but these were held by the inquisitors of Barcelona, as they did in Tarragona, Girona, Perpignan, and other places in their district. In 1517, however, there would seem to be a tribunal there, for a letter of the Suprema relates to the murder of the assessor of the Inquisition of Balagur. If so, it was probably withdrawn in consequence, for in 1518 the inquisitors of Barcelona are ordered to publish edicts against those who molest the clergy of Balagur, for observing the interdict cast upon the town. Barbastro as early as 1488 there was a tribunal with inquisitors at Barbastro, but in 1521 it was suppressed and incorporated with Saragossa. Barcelona Established in 1486, it claimed jurisdiction over the Free Republic of Andorra, which was included by Arevalo de Zosa in his visitation of 1595. Long after Roussillon and Cardania had been retroceded to France, the Barcelona inquisitors in 1595 still styled themselves Inquisidores Apolistos, and El Principado de Catalunya y su partido con los condados de Rosillon y Cerdaña y los Vals de Aran y Andorra. Si Lareda, Tarragona, Tortosa, Balaguer. Burgos. There was originally a tribunal in Burgos, but, in the redistricting by Zimanis, it was included in Valladolid. In 1605, Philip III transferred the tribunal to Burgos, with orders to the inquisitors to eject any occupants of buildings that they might find suited to their purposes. In 1622 it was still rendering yearly reports of cases to the Suprema, but probably about 1630 it returned to Valladolid. When, in 1706, Madrid was captured by the Allies under Galloway and Las Minas, the court fled to Burgos, carrying the Inquisition thither, but its stay was short, and it soon returned to the capital. Cadiz. See Zeres. Calahora. A tribunal was established here as early as 1493, when it celebrated an auto at La Grana. In 1499 it alternated between Calahora and Durango. In the redistricting by Zimanes in 1509, it was incorporated with Durango, but was soon re-established. Sedulis of 1516, 1517, and 1520 indicate that, at this time, it was tribunal of the enormous district of Valladolid, but in 1522 the Inquisition of Navarre was extended over Calahora. Then Navarre and Calahora were separated, but in 1540 there was a redistribution, and Navarre and the Basque provinces were added to Calahorra. In 1560 a part of the territory of Burgos was set off from Valladolid and added to Calahorra, and, in 1570, the seat of the tribunal was definitely moved to Lograno. Calatayud Calatayud was the seat of an intermittent tribunal at least from the year 1488, for in 1502 Ferdinand speaks of Juan de Agoviva, who for fourteen years had served it as barber-surgeon, whenever it presided in Calatayud, in 
and one of the first presentations to a prebend, in 1488, was Martin Marquez, described as fiscal of the Inquisition of Calatayud. A letter of the Suprema, January 22, 1519, addressed to the Inquisitor of Calatayud, shows that it was still in existence, but it must soon afterwards have been merged into Zaragoza. Canaries the zeal of Diego de Moros, bishop of Canaries, did not wait for the extension of the Spanish Inquisition over his diocese, but led him to establish an episcopal one by proclamation of April 28, 1499. It was not until 1504 that Inquisitor-General Diza sent Bartolomé López de Trabaldos thither to establish a tribunal at Las Palmas, which seems to have commenced business October 28, 1505. It continued thus to the end. Cartagena, C. Murcia, Ciudad Real. A letter of Ferdinand, November 8, 1483, announces the appointment of Licenciados Constanza and de Baltazar as inquisitors for Ciudad Real. May 10, 1485, Ferdinand announces the transfer of Costana to Toledo, to which place the tribunal was removed. Cordova. A tribunal was established in Cordova as early as 1482, at the instance of its bishop, the new Christian Alonso de Burgos. Its district comprised the bishoprics of Cordova and Jan, the Abadía the Abadia de Alcala de la Real, the Adelantamiento of Cazorla, with Ecija and Estepa, to which Granada was added after the conquest. See Granada and Yen. Corte the tribunal of Madrid was technically known as Corte. Madrid, originally a town of no special importance, belonged to the province of Toledo, and was naturally under the jurisdiction of its tribunal. As the royal residence under Philip II, and eventually the capital of the kingdom, except during the brief transfer to Valladolid, 1600-1606, it furnished a large part of the business of Toledo. Toledan inquisitors came there to make investigations, and even to try cases, of which we have examples in 1590 and 1592. Something more than this was felt to be needed, and the Suprema adopted the plan of calling inquisitors from other places to commence prosecutions and act under its instructions, of which the Licenciado Flores, Inquisitor of Murcia, in 1593, and Cifantes de Loarte, Inquisitor of Granada, in 1615, are examples. The presence of the Inquisitor-General, who did not hesitate to take action in emergencies, and that of an experienced commissioner, together with the frequent sojourn of one of the Toledo Inquisitors, enabled speedy action to be taken when requisite, as occurred in 1621 and again in 1624, and seemed to render superfluous the organization of a special tribunal. Yet the want of it was felt, especially with the influx of Portuguese new Christians, who multiplied in the capital. As the pressure increased, Toledo furnished two assistant inquisitors to reside in Madrid, thus establishing a kind of subordinate court. But in 1637 it was reported that the establishment of a tribunal was positively resolved upon, with the added comment that this would sorely vex the Toledans. To their natural opposition it is doubtless to be attributed the postponement of what, to a Spaniard of the period, would seem a necessity to the capital. It cannot have been long after this that one was organized for, in the matter of the confiscation of Juan Cote, commenced in Toledo, we find it, September 10, 1640, sitting in Madrid, with Francisco Salgada and Juan Adam de la Parra as inquisitors. 
In the same year they suggested that the case of Benito de Valdepeñas, on which they were engaged, should be sent to Toledo as more convenient for the witnesses, which was accordingly done. Toledan influence is doubtless responsible for the action of Arce y Reynoso, soon after his accession in 1643, in suppressing the new tribunal and restoring the business to Toledo. The pressure, however, became too great, and Arce y Reynoso was obliged to reverse his action. The date of the re-establishment may safely be assumed as 1650, for a list of penitents, reconciled by Corte from the beginning, starts with three in 1651, and their trials can scarce have been commenced later than 1650. Yet the relations between Toledo and Madrid continued intimate. In 1657, Lorenzo de Sotomayor styles himself as Inquisidor Apostolico de la Inquisición de la Ciudad y Reino de Toledo y Asistente de Corte. To the end of the century, the former always alluded to Corte as a despacho or office and not as a tribunal, and Corte seems to have sent its convicts to Toledo for their sentences to be published in the autos de fe. Its jurisdiction was strictly limited to the city, while the surrounding country remained with Toledo. In some respects its organization was peculiar. About 1750 we are informed that its inquisitors were drawn from other tribunals who continued them on their payrolls, their places being taken by appointees who served without salary until a vacancy occurred. Selection to serve in Corte was regarded as a promotion, leading to a place in the Suprema or to a bishopric, although the incumbent drew only the salary from his former tribunal, with a Christmas propina of a hundred ducats. It had no receiver, the Suprema paid its expenses, and presumably collected its fines and confiscations. Cuenca. Murcia and Cuenca were originally under one tribunal. Some trouble apparently arose, possibly connected with the episcopal ordinaries, for Ximenes ordered, January 22, 1512, that cases originating in Murcia should be taken to Cuenca to be voted on, and vice versa. Lorente says that in 1513 they were separated, and Cuenca formed an independent tribunal, but documents as late as 1519 show them still connected, until, in 1520, we find Cuenca celebrating an auto. A letter of March 7, 1522, states that the Pope has given to Cuenca the See of Sigenza, without taking it from Toledo, because Toledo has never visited it, although ordered to do so, and is not to do so in future. Then, May 31, 1533, the Suprema says that Toledo can exercise jurisdiction there without giving Cuenca cause of complaint, and in 1560, Sigenza was restored to Toledo, yet in 1584, we find Cuenca exercising jurisdiction as far north as Soria. There would seem to have been some connection maintained between Murcia and Cuenca, for, in 1746, the former, in enumerating its personnel, specifies nine calificadores in Murcia and four in Cuenca. Doroca There would appear to have been for a time a tribunal in Doroca, for, in the accounts of Juan Roys, receiver of Aragon for 1498, there is an item of expenditure on the prison of the Inquisition there, which was duly passed. Durango. See Calahora. As defined by Ximenes, in 1509, Durango had jurisdiction over Biscay, Guipuscoa, Alava, and Calahora, with some neighboring districts. Estella. See Navarre. Galicia, also known as Santiago. 
The earliest allusion to this tribunal occurs in a commission issued at Coruña, May 20, 1520, to Dr. Gonzalo Maldonado as Inquisitor of Santiago. It was probably some time before the tribunal was in working order, but in 1527 it had caused sufficient alarm for the Suprema to write to Yao III of Portugal, asking for the arrest and surrender of those who had fled from it, and in the same year a warrant for three hundred ducats was drawn to be distributed among the inquisitors and officials of the Inquisition of Galicia. This was followed by a similar payment in 1528, showing that the tribunal was not self-sustaining. Apparently the harvest was scanty, and the tribunal was allowed to lapse, until the scare about Protestantism called attention to the ports of the northwest as affording ingress to heretics and their books, for we hear nothing more about it until 1562, when Philip II, in letters of June 2nd and 26th, informs the governor and officials of Galicia that Valdes had dispatched Dr. Quijano there as inquisitor. They are no longer to prosecute cases of heresy as they have been doing, but are to lend him all aid and favor, and are to allow him to dispose as he pleases of the seats in his public functions, without disputes as to precedence. In 1566 we hear of Bartolome de Leon as receiver there, which would indicate that it was at work and was making collections. Still, it had a struggle for existence, for it was discontinued early in 1568, but it was re-established within a few years, if Florente is correct in saying that its first auto-de-fe was celebrated in 1573. A letter of Dr. Alva, its inquisitor, October 31, 1577, speaks of having, in the previous year, sentenced Guillaume de Meunier, he being the only inquisitor, with the advice of a single consultor, showing that the tribunal was sparingly equipped. In later years it became one of the active tribunals of the kingdom. Its district comprised Coronia, Pontevedro, Orens, and Lugo. Granada Granada, after its capture, was included in the inquisitorial district of Córdoba until, in 1526, the tribunal of Yen was transferred thither. Guadalupe a temporary tribunal was organized here in 1488, which during its brief existence was exceedingly efficient. See page 171. Husca. See Lerida. Yaca. A tribunal apparently existed here, which was annexed to Saragossa in 1521. Yen. A tribunal must have been established here about 1483, for two of its inquisitors took part in the Assembly of Sevilla, which framed the instructions of 1484. It seems to have been discontinued, for September 2, 1501, Ferdinand ordered a certain Doña Beatrice of Yen to abandon her house to the inquisitors sent thither, and seek other quarters until they should finish the business that took them there. This indicates that only a temporary tribunal was intended, but the situation was conveniently central, and it was one of those retained by Jimenez in his reorganizations of 1509, when he assigned it to the districts of Yen and Guadix, with Alcaraz, Cazorla, and Base. It was still in existence in 1525, as shown by a royal letter of that date, but in 1526 it was suppressed and united with Córdoba, the tribunal being transferred to Granada. In 1547 the official title of the tribunal was Córdoba y Yen. Rodrigo tells us that it was re-established independently in 1545, but this is evidently an error, and the name does not reappear in subsequent lists of tribunals. End of Appendix 1, Part 1